On today's I Didn't Say That. The return of the establishment. Let's go! All right, before we get going, I just want to remind you about our great sponsors, Freedom First Shirts. Freedom uh, First Co. Freedom First Company. Freedom First, well, I just want to run another shirts. Um, and hoodies. And hoodies. Uh, so you can check them out at freedomfirst.co. Um, they have a lot of great patriotic apparel. It's really clever, so you're not like screaming Trump to everyone, especially if you live in a blue state. They're kind of clever. Don't worry, the liberals won't even get it. Um, and <laughs> it, would require, it would require them to have a sense of humor. And, it's true. And that's not, a, that's, that's verboten in the modern Democrat party, which we'll get into. Right. And they have a shirt with our logo, which is awesome. So put in the code, didn't say all one word, no apostrophe, and you'll get 10% off. Um, so go there today. All right. What are we talking, talking about? South Carolina? Joe Mentum. Oh God. Um, so Joe Biden didn't just win South Carolina. I mean, he torched everyone. The only understand. the only other candidate's going to get delegates is Bernie, obviously, because um, his his his. The interesting thing about Bernie is his floor seems to be like twenty percent, right? That's like his floor. It's like twenty twenty five percent of the electorate. Um, but we're over halfway through counting South Carolina. It's clearly a a, a very nice win for the Biden campaign. And uh, I saw online that uh, uh, Nate Silver said that if, if Biden wins by 130,000 votes or something like that, then he'll take the actual popular vote lead through the first four oh, states. Um, that's the kind of blowout that it is. Uh, you know, it was only earlier this week. It was Tuesday, Wednesday, when the polls were coming out. It had Biden as a four-point lead over Bernie, 27 to 23. Um, what we thought could happen happened, which was moderate Democrats said, hey, first of all, the Democrat Party entirely threw its support around Joe Biden for this. Yeah. Led by Jim Clyburn. Led by Jim Clyburn, the Democrat Party said, you need to vote for Joe Biden. If you are not some radical leftist Bernie Sanders supporter, you have to vote for Joe Biden in this. Because if Joe Biden didn't win this, his campaign was toast. Um, and now the media is acting like this is, you know, the biggest primary victory of all time ever. And <laughs> and well, I mean, we'll get into it because I think there's an interesting thing going on here where where the media once again is proving why you can never trust anything they say. Um Joe Biden's victory today in South Carolina comes on the back of this morning, and the New York Times was a glowing profile of Hunter Biden, the artist, and his artwork and how it's soothing and how it's, you know, it's helped Hunter cope with these demons he's had to face in his life. These demons like never having to work. Like, never having to worry about what you're going to do in school. Because dad will care, take care of everything. Um, it, 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 it's nights like this, and it's days like this, where you have to look at the person who wins, 
and the media's response to it and realize that none of these people can be trusted. Zip zero nada. None of them. They're all in the tank for Joe. Well, I mean, look at, there's only one candidate who's never had a negative word written about them, Joe Biden. His son is off limits. Hunter is off limits. His family's off limits. Joe himself is off limits. The only time the media goes after Joe Biden is when he is not performing up to the level that they want him to, because the media is in the tank for Joe Biden. Um, and... I mean, across the networks tonight, it's a celebration. They called it so quick. The champagne's popping. They call it right away, which is fair, which is fair. Um, it was clearly a blowout, but I mean, the champagne was flowing right away. This was a celebration. They've been waiting with all of these takes to um, finally anoint Joe Biden as the main competitor to Bernie Sanders. But like wild card Bloomberg. Is Bloomberg even a factor after tonight? I don't know. I mean, I, think I that don't that's know. The question, like, right? Bloomberg had a shit debate performance, but honestly, Biden is a bumbling idiot and you have to be like asleep to not realize he's a bumbling idiot. So like, I don't get it. Oh yeah, Joe Biden. I mean, I mean, if there's anything, if there's anything that this campaign has proven beyond a reasonable doubt, it's that Joe Biden has failed his way to the top um it's um it's been impressive he basically hasn't run a campaign he's relied on glowing media profiles um he doesn't do town halls. He doesn't take questions from, from voters. He's been in the candidate protection program since day one. Um, there's no ground game. There's no infrastructure. He is simply relying on positive media coverage. Whoever he knows or whoever he has paid off um, has made sure that whenever Joe Biden's name is mentioned in the media, it is positive. And that goes a long way. It just does. Especially in a Democrat primary where, to be completely honest, there are blocks of voters who vote en masse. And I don't think that there's a better description, there's a better example of it than what happened in South Carolina tonight. When you look at the exit polls, and you see 25% of the Democrat electorate in South Carolina was going to vote the way that Jim Clyburn told them to vote. That's, That's very rare in today's politics. But a quarter of the people that voted today were waiting on one man's endorsement. And another 25% said his endorsement strongly mattered to them. So half the people in this electorate were waiting on one person to signal who to vote for. Um... And that's that. And and I think 
I mean, I think the funny. I mean, I think the funny thing about it is, and this is something that Katie has been saying over and over and over and over and over again tonight, which is that why are they celebrating the fact that he's winning a state that he has no chance of winning in the general election? Right. He's <laughs> like, not going to win South Carolina. Yeah, this has like nothing to do. Like, if you're looking, if you're looking for a candidate who. If, if you're looking to see if to read the tea leaves and see if there is a candidate out there who's winning in states that are going to be in play, then that candidate's Bernie Sanders or that candidate's Pete Buttigieg. It's not Joe Biden. Where Joe Biden, in the states where that you know are more purpley, Joe Biden has failed. Yeah, and like okay. <clears throat> They're all like, oh, this is momentum. He won by so much. It's so great. But like, then you look at Super Tuesday and you're like, where does he win? Like, let's go down the line. California. Sanders nope. is up by 20. He's not going to make any like head roads there. Uh, Texas. Sanders is up by nine. Seriously doubt he's going to make an imprint there. Okay, he's got supposedly North Carolina. Okay, that's one one state. I think Biden will take North Carolina. I think he'll take Alabama. I think he'll take Arkansas. Like, I think he'll take states in the southeast. Let me see. Alabama doesn't even have a poll. That's sad. Joe Biden's base. Wait, is why basi- did they not have a poll? Joe <laughs> Biden's base is basically 65 and plus white people and um, the black um, middle class. That's it. That's that's the only people in this country who vote for Joe Biden. If you are under the age of 45 and you're white, the chances of you voting for Joe Biden are like zero. <laughs> unless you're forced to. Unless you're a Democrat and you're forced to, forced to vote for him. Like against Donald Trump. But like in a primary, if you're under 45 years old and white, you're not voting for Joe Biden. Because okay, I, Joe Biden has done nothing in well, his life. Let me ask you this. Let's, let's play the hypothetical game. Biden wins the nomination... It's Biden versus Trump. Are Democrats more holding their nose to vote Biden than they were when they voted Hillary? No. They're the same. Because the hatred for Trump trumps all. (laughs) No, it does. Pun intended. It does. Yeah, the pun is intended. The hatred for Trump trumps all. Like, there's no serious... um, You, you know, I, I think, how do I put this? I think Democrat voters look at Hillary Clinton and they go, personally, I find you abhorrent. I find you awful. But I can't disagree with your resume. You've got a really nice resume. I think Joe Biden's the exact opposite. I think in Joe Biden, they're like, you know what? He's been dealt a really crappy hand personally. He's had to deal with a lot of hardship in his own personal life. Um, And he's come out the other side of it. And, you know, he's been a really good guy. Um, Unfortunately, professionally and politically, like you said, he's a bumbling fool. Yeah. This is also the first primary he's ever won. This is his third time running for president. Third time running. That's right. embarrassing. And that's why, I mean, you look at Democrats, the Democrats are always going to look past the Hunter Biden thing and the fact that Joe has done horribly corrupt things in order to keep Hunter alive <laughs> because everyone knows Joe Joe doesn't like Hunter. Joe wishes Bo was the one around. 
Everyone knows it. I don't even think Joe hides it at this point. The way he speaks about his unfortunately deceased son, Bo, he speaks in these glowing terms. He never mentions Hunter. No. Because Hunter is the embodiment of white privilege. Hunter is a fuck up. I just don't understand. I hope the Trump team puts out a minute-long ad going line by line by line of the crimes that Hunter Biden has committed and then compares it to very well-known cases of African-Americans who are still behind bars today who have committed the same crimes that Hunter Biden has. How many black men are behind bars today because they were in possession of crack cocaine? And why isn't Hunter Biden? And I'll tell you why. Because Joe kept him out of jail. How many black men do you think would go to jail if they impersonated the Attorney General of Delaware? (laughs) I would venture to say a lot. And I'd venture to say that Joe Biden, I mean, I mean, I think Rush Limbaugh made the ultimate point this week. And, and he made this point on Wednesday after the debate. He goes, if you're an actual legitimate journalist and you're asking Joe Biden a question about race relations, you go to him and you go, look, you've been in, in office for 50 years. You say you've been working hard for 50 years. But the complaints that the black community had 50 years ago are the same complaints that they have today. Yeah. What have you done? What have you accomplished? Why should anyone in that community trust you to do the right thing when, they're, when, when they feel as aggrieved as they did 50 years ago? Or maybe not as aggrieved, but have the same complaints. Same, same complaints about building wealth, same complaints about buying houses, same complaints about being profiled by the police. Yep. These things, these problems still exist. Whether you're on the right or the left, you have to acknowledge that there are, that there are some racial discrepancies and things that we see throughout our daily lives. It's not a it's not a conservative liberal thing, and the fact remains is that Joe Biden throughout his career has done nothing about this. In fact, you could say he's worked against the black the the African American community with the crime bill that he sponsored. But remember, you have to take all of this through the lens of these are people who are looking to keep their power. Because President Trump presented the same threat to the Republican establishment, which is why the Republican establishment fought so hard against President Trump, Mm -hmm. which is why he resonated so much with us, the working people of America, the people who pay taxes, the people who own property, the people who break our backs day in and day out to provide a better lives for us and our families week after week after week. That's why Donald Trump resonated with us. Yeah. Because he saw the corruption and the crime. And the nepotism and the favoritism that was going on in government and in business and said, we need to break this up. The government isn't supposed to work for the people of Washington, D.C. It's supposed to work for all of us. Yep. And that's what Bernie Sanders says. And this is what we talked about on, on our last episode is that one of the reasons why Donald Trump won is because Donald Trump was fighting for something. Right. He was fighting for something. 
Bernie Sanders is fighting for something. He's fighting for vision. He's fighting for fighting for people. Whether you whether you agree with him or not, and certainly we have made it clear on this podcast that we think that Bernie Sanders, if he was president of the United States, would destroy this country. <laughs> there is no debate about that. He would usher in the worst recession of all time. Freedoms would be stripped away. Bad, 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 horrible things would happen if Bernie Sanders became president. And had any some sort of power. It had the legislature behind him. And, but, but, but the fact remains is that Bernie Sanders, res, his message resonates with people who are struggling. And um, I just don't see, even tonight, a, a message from Joe Biden that said, I'm as upset as you are. Here's my vision. Joe Biden is basically saying, well, I'm Barack Obama part two. And no one believes that. There's not a person out there who believes that. There's not a Democrat out there who believes it. So that's where we are. Um, Steyer dropped out. I don't understand why he didn't just drop out earlier. I don't understand why he didn't make a go at New Hampshire. He's just, I don't understand anything about his candidacy. Yeah, I, I look, it's, it's kind of quizzical. It's, it's kind of weird because he's obviously not a stupid person. Right? He's a hypocrite, but he's not an idiot. But he, it again goes back to this, like, I'm a billionaire, I have money. Like, the famous, not famous, but the line from Silicon Valley the TV show where they're like, billionaires just have pissing contests just to piss each other off. Like, they'll spend... Yeah, they'll spend a couple million dollars yeah. just to mildly annoy one, an- one, one another. Yeah, but I don't think that that's Tom So, like, Steyer. all he wanted to do was get out there and be like, climate change is happening and we all need to be f- freaked out. Oh, and I was the one who started the impeached Donald Trump movement the minute he got elected yeah i think it's like okay congratulations for sure like i think if you're a liberal and i think that you look at tom steyer you go you know look his heart's in the right place but i don't think that he's necessarily the standard the you know he's the the messenger that we need at this time um and i i I think i i still like even even more so like i i I can understand a lane where steyer is kind of you know there i don't understand the Bloomberg candidacy at this point. Yeah. I just don't. I think it's very similar to the um, Rudy Giuliani campaign in 2008 where um, the sort of this first four contests were ignored and like, well, you know, my popularity across the country in power you know, I can't win an individual state, but I can win a national primary. Um, I guess it's a, you know, I, I, I still though, I just don't, I just don't see how these these past two debate performances, with are, I just don't see from these last two debate performances that Bloomberg has a chance to really make a dent in anything. But I think. I guess the, the cynical way of looking at it is 
I don't even know. I don't even know at this point. I don't know. Like, okay. Do you think he drops out after Super Tuesday? I don't know. I don't think the Biden, the big Biden victory is going to be enough to convince him like, oh, yeah, Joe's got it. I can just back him. So I think that that's the interesting question here is that like, what does tonight even mean? I mean, how many Americans were actually sitting down waiting for the results of South Carolina? I think a lot of people are going to wake up tomorrow morning and be like, Joe Biden won South Carolina. Okay. Um, and that's that, you know, like, I just don't, I just don't see how the majority of Americans were even, I don't think the majority of Americans were paying attention to it. I think true to the media, I think the media, as much as they're on Joe Biden's side, actually kind of did him a disservice this week because the, in their effort to be, you know, able to go out there and be like, we were the ones that saw this coming. We were the ones that got it right. Have been pumping up that Joe Biden is inevitably going to win South Carolina for the past three days. And I think it might have already been baked in. But uh, on to Super Tuesday. So the states that are going to be going are Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Taxachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, and uh, Virginia. Um, Alabama, Biden. Arkansas, Biden. Is he actually leading the polls or are you just saying that? I'm just, that's my guess. This is my speculation. Oh, yeah. They don't have polls for those states because apparently no one cares. <laughs> Probably because uh, Trump's going <laughs> to mop. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's more the bigger question for me is does Biden win any states that he could actually win in the general or does he just win all states that are going to go heavily Trump right uh, California Bernie Colorado Bernie Maine Bernie Massachusetts Warren I guess maybe Bernie Minnesota Klobuchar that blows my mind um, I know she's up double digits there North Carolina Biden Oklahoma. That could be interesting. Biden or Sanders there. Tennessee, probably Biden. Texas, Sanders is up, right? Yeah. Um, Utah. Ooh. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. None of these states are going to, like, Alabama, red state, Arkansas, red state, California, blue state, Colorado, purple state leading blue. Maine, blue, Massachusetts, blue, Minnesota, purple, North Carolina, purple, reddish, Oklahoma, red, Tennessee, red, Texas, red, Utah, red, and then Vermont and Virginia. Vermont's deep blue. Virginia's deep blue at this point because they elected a racist governor who thinks that you can kill your child after it's born. Um, so just total nut job land in Virginia there. Um, um Believe it or not, I mean, if I told you that Virginia had a Democrat governor and Vermont had a Republican governor, <laughs> would you believe me? Probably not, but that's the fact um, that Vermont has a more moderate governor than Virginia. Um, crazy. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, look at it. I mean, Bernie's going to win Vermont. Virginia's Biden. Biden Biden will win Virginia. Biden will win North. You know, so I think I think it looks like they're going to maybe split it a little bit. So we just went through. Biden doesn't win any state that is blue or purple. He only wins red states that are going to go Trump. North Carolina. Okay. He's got one. North Carolina. Like, I don't think, you know, I mean, Colorado would be interesting. I don't think Trump's going to be able to play in Colorado, but. Really? You don't think Trump's going to win Colorado? Did he win it last? I don't think he won it last time. Hold. Let's see. Do, 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 Hillary Clinton won with 48% of the vote. But, okay, she won with 1.338 million votes. Trump had 1.202 million, but stupid Gary Johnson, or whatever his name is, had 144,000. So if you put all those people with Trump, he wins. (laughs) Just saying. So Hillary Clinton won Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) And the Democrat will probably You really think if you force the Johnson people to pick between Trump or Hillary, they're going Hillary. Oh, these these libertarians, I never have any idea where they're thinking. Look, I mean, I'm 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 a conservative leaning libertarian, but but I mean, you know, you know, these Gary Johnson voters, these are the people that go around and, you know, they harass meter maids because they think meter maids are, you know, the front line of the state keeping the man down. You know, these people are are whack jobs. Um, you know, they they harass they, you know, they harass the American worker for being a tool of the state. You know, I mean, just look at the the liber- last Libertarian uh, Party convention in 2016. They had a man and his uh, tidy whities out there dancing around the stage to uh, Moby. It was, uh, you know, it's an alternative universe. It's basically the same thing as going to a Bernie Sanders rally, just a kind of a different level of stupid. Um so so i uh, yeah i i think you know i i think bernie's gonna come away on super tuesday looking being, apparently being north carolina lady. was not a flip that obama won it no or obama that romney didn't. won it yeah romney won it uh yeah obama yeah obama won it in 08 romney won it in 12 and then tillis won the senate seat in 14 and then trump won so it again biden in 16. winning north carolina is not a purple state I think North Carolina is a purple state. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think I think North Carolina is a purple state. It's a comp- it's a competitive state. It's one you can't take your eye off. Oh, of. for sure. But it's definitely it's definitely redder than Virginia is. Yes. Virginia's lost its mind. Absolutely. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. I've never seen a state lose its mind faster than Virginia. It's because Northern Virginia is an awesome place to live, and it all the stupid idiot Democrats from D.C. go live there. Well, because D.C. is a shithole. Pardon my <laughs> language. It's a dump. D.C. is a dump. And so anyone who has money doesn't want to pay the taxes and doesn't want to live in a dump. So they move to Northern Virginia. They should have That's to move beautiful. to. They should have to move to Maryland. They should have to move to Maryland. They should have to move to Maryland. Just continue to infect Maryland. Please. Please and thank you. Mm Mm-hmm.
I agree. I agree. Go to Maryland. Don't ruin Virginia. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the hysteria that is the coronavirus. Oh, my. I'm over it. I'm over this. I just want to point out that the Democrats had an absolute freak out that Uno, one, one person died in Washington state. And because of that, we all must spend billions of dollars on this and freak the fuck out. And it's absolutely absurd. In the amount of time it took those idiots to freak out, more than one person died from a car crash or cancer or a bunch of other things. But we're all supposed to freak out and, and waste our hard-earned tax dollars on this crap? I'm done. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just tired of it. I just, I just look at this and just go, every year there's a different strain of the flu going around. There's a different strain of some sort of respiratory illness. Things happen. Things change year after year after year. You can look at the stats on the average year in the United States, somewhere between, you know, a handful of thousand of people, you know, five, six, seven, eight thousand people die of the flu to upwards of look at Ob- look at Obama's first term. Look at the swine flu in 20- 2009 and 2010. I mean, we're talking about a year where you could tie influenza related deaths, influenza related deaths in the United States up, up above 40, 50,000 people. Yeah. Sometimes this stuff happens. And it was funny. So. So I was kind of curious about what the response was from, because I don't remember. I, I, I honestly, this I think this is the most telling thing is that no one rem- no one remembers the swine flu other than the jokes that it created. It was like, oh, you can't do anything because of the swine flu, but no one was like, we can't have the Olympics because of the sw- swine flu. The PGA of America is debating whether to move the PGA championship from Harding Park in San Francisco to another location in May because of the coronavirus. None of this stuff happened during the swine flu. We didn't have arenas shut down. This is pure, this is purely panic because, and, and uh, this is, this is just absolutely unnecessary panic. The same groups of people who are susceptible to falling severely ill from the coronavirus are the same groups of people who are susceptible to falling severely ill from any other sort of illness. And that is young children, the elderly, and those with compromised immune systems. That is it. Do I believe the numbers that are coming out of China? No, I do not. Do I think things here are going to get worse, quote unquote worse, before they get better? Yes, I do. Is the person who died in Washington going to be the last person who dies from the coronavirus in the United States? Surely not. We live in an interconnected world. We live in a world where diseases travel at the speed of light. They just do. Especially something that is easily as transmittable as this virus seems to be. But the fact of the matter is, you cannot live your life in fear. Anytime you step outside, you have a chance of dying. So, like, everyone just needs to get over it. Secondly, I think, and I'm pretty sure Trump will do this, if they're going to weaponize this against him, fuck it. Weaponize it against them. We're closing all the borders. We're building the wall. We're putting all our money into the wall. Yeah, It's going up. The borders are closing. No more flights anywhere. 
America's closed. Moose outside should have told you. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's the overarching point where you can't legitimately say that you're serious about stopping this virus at all costs if you don't want to close the border. And we have debate after debate after debate after debate of the quote unquote leaders of the Democrat Party, those who are running for president of the running for their party's nomination for president of the United States, raising their hand and saying that they are not for any enforcement of immigration laws of any kind. You should be able to come into the United States no matter what, no questions asked. Okay, well, then what do you want to do about the coronavirus? Do you think we should, you know, screen people who are coming into the country? Well, that would be racist. (laughs) All we know is that Donald Trump needs to spend 10 times what he wants to spend now, and he's not doing a good enough job. All we know is he needs to spend $8 billion and have a czar and send them over to China and tell them, listen here, China, you're not doing it right. And then they'll all feel better about themselves and we can move on. But that is a silly waste of money does nothing, and it's ridiculous. Oh, and Mike Pence, Vice President Pence, can't have anything to do with it because he was against allowing street urchin heroin addicts to have access to needle exchanges in Indiana during an HIV outbreak, which, as he reminded everyone today, that outbreak was specifically caused by and contained to a group of intravenous drug users who were sharing needles. The only people in Indiana who were at risk of contracting HIV in that epidemic that Pence had to deal with were heroin addicts who were sharing needles. It wasn't you were going to the local supermarket and, oh, look it, uh, eggs are on sale and I'm sick. (laughs) That's not what happened in Indiana. It's like, oh, oh man, I needed mozzarella and AIDS. (laughs) <laughs> full blownsies right away <laughs> it didn't happen it didn't happen <laughs> and there's and, and there's no reason to think that it, and and so that's why the, it's like they were comparing this to the ebola outbreak like oh the obama administration did such a great job of not having ebola come to the united states do you know how hard it is to get ebola never mind do you know how like it like we are talking about two completely different diseases with different characteristics, with Meanwhile, different ways of the mortality, the, the likelihood of you dying from Ebola is anywhere from 25 to 100%. Like, the likelihood yeah. of you dying from corona- coronavirus is 2%, and that's using only Chinese medicine. I'm sure if we had a similar <laughs> outbreak in America, it would be much lower. Yeah. So it's just, the, the amount of hysteria is just, it's it infuriates me mostly because they're wasting our money. Like, they are wasting money I worked hard for that I had to by law, give to the government against my will, and they are putting it on something that is absolutely ridiculous. And that is the part that pisses me off the most. I think it's just annoying that we have to talk about it. Yeah, we're done talking about it. I, I think that's the thing that annoys me the most. We're, we're Donald Trump invented infectious diseases. That's where we're at now in our politics right now. It's like, you know, there are, yeah, where, were the, where were the congressional hearings about... Uh, about Obama's response to the swine flu. Where where was Adam Schiff 
last year being like, oh, hey, 15,000 people died of the flu. What were we doing about it? None, zip, zero, nada. But the only thing that they want to use this for is to make sure that Donald Trump can't, camp, can't campaign. Because if Donald Trump can't campaign and he can fill football stadiums filled with 80,000 supporters wherever he goes, they know they're cooked. They're done. That's the plan here. The plan is to absolutely shut down and allow the only information that people consume to come from the media, which, as we have laid out tonight, is 100% pro-Joe Biden. And that right there should be enough for any American of any political belief to vote for anyone other than Joe Biden. Because anything that the media is 100% for has to be completely wrong because there is no group of idiots bigger than the mainstream media. There just isn't. You have to be criminally insane to believe anything that comes out of the mouths of those who are on television day after day after day after day on CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS. All right. And half of Fox News. We're going to end it with a Trump tweet of the day. Ready? Go. Sleepy Joe Biden's victory in the South Carolina Democrat primary should be the end of mini Mike Bloomberg's joke of a campaign. After the worst debate performance in the history of presidential debates, mini Mike now has Biden split up his very few voters, taking many away. Get it. Sad. Sad. All right. We'll do a... We might do one during Super Tuesday. It's going to be Tuesday or Wednesday. It'll probably I, be Wednesday, y'all. Probably be Wednesday. I'm going to push for one Tuesday. We'll see how it goes. We might do a Tipsy Tuesday. Keep your eyes tipsy out. Tipsy Tuesday's <laughs> over Wednesday. We might have a fun one on Tuesday night as we're watching this. Anything else before we go? That's it. All right. Until the next time. See ya.